Welcome to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation Podcast. In this episode, we answer our students' questions and share information about yoga therapy and meditation with the intention of creating a new paradigm in wellness. During this episode, our meditation community coordinator, Sarah Bauman, sat down with our founder and lead meditation teacher, Brant Pasalakwa, to talk about meditation, anxiety, and much more. So the question is, would it be useful um, to meditate uh, or join our meditation program, I guess, uh, if you're experiencing um, the effects of anxiety? Um, Which is a big question. I mean, one thing to know is that anxiety is a uh, normal, typical <laughs> experience humans have. Um, and I think we identify anxiety as a problem either when we have an amount that's kind of getting in our way from doing the things we want to do, um, or we've become more sensitive and are realizing the extent of our anxiety. Um, So if you're someone where anxiety is getting in the way, um, I would say the practices we offer are structured in a way where you would be doing um, the practices that are most useful for reducing your anxiety first, um, because that's true of everyone. So in our first section, uh, we work on slightly shorter meditations that uh, enable the mind to be more tranquil and less reactive. And so that's the purpose of the first part of the work. And uh, many people find that uh, those practices are really helpful in reducing anxiety. Um, Some people don't, if you haven't like thought about it in it's like sort of pieces, but there's several pieces to anxiety. But one of the, one of the main ones is, is our, our reactivity and how fast we react to things. So if we have a thought that causes us stress and we become anxious, and then we have another thought from that thought and we become more anxious, um, our brain actually gets used to that. So our mind is now really good at experiencing, being reactive and experiencing anxiety over and over and over again. And so learning, practices that create a more peaceful, tranquil state of mind and a little more space from our thoughts is really useful for that. And then um, we're able to sort of help our mind um, create a situation where in our day-to-day activities, that's not happening as much. So in that way, it's really useful. Uh, If you're someone, on the second point, if you're someone that's recently um, figured out that you're anxious all the time, um, especially if you're a meditator, uh, that's like a, a common thing where you get a little more sensitive. And then since you're sensitive, you, <laughs> you realize all the things that bother you, including your own anxiety. So it's a, it's a typical sort of state or phase in the meditative process where, you know, maybe you've done meditation a little while, and now you're realizing that like you're very aware and you're very aware of all the things that are bothering you. Um, and so in this practice, uh, what we do is we first become tranquil and sort of change how our brain works a little bit. So it's, it's a little more, um, 
stable and less reactive. And then um, we move into practices that are, expand our awareness. And through that expansion, it creates a situation um, internally for us where our vision is wider and therefore the things inside it become smaller. Um, so as we you know, sit and do our practice and expand our practice and um, meditation becomes more part of our life, uh, the way we perceive things completely changes. And so it's not that anything goes away, but uh, since we have a wider vision, uh, the things that are causing us anxiety and bothering us uh, seem a little smaller, so we have less reaction to them. Um, and that's, you know, there's so many amazing reasons to meditate, but I would say for most people, that would be on in the top three, where um, you're going to go through your day having the same experiences and maybe even the same reactions to those experiences. But since you are also aware and sensitive to so many other things at the same time, uh, those things don't bother us as much. So does that mean you're actually becoming less anxious or you feel different about your anxiety or both? Well, it depends how you view it, I guess. Uh, you become less anxious because you're experiencing less anxiety in your in your day-to-day, -day. that's how we experience it. Um, I guess as a meditation teacher, I have to add, the reality is you're experiencing the same things. They're just not having uh, the same effect. So one you know, physiological example of that is that you're, you're still experiencing like the anxiety from public speaking, but you're not getting uh, the same nervous system reaction when you step out onto the podium to give your speech. So, you know, technically that's less anxiety, I guess, but you're really uh, aware of the same things. They just, they just cause less stress in your system. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying that you will actually change your nervous system over time. Absolutely. You will change like your nervous system. Your nervous system will change because you'll be less reactive and um, it won't move. Meditation is working with the mind. And um, when you have an input and that thing stays in your mind, it doesn't move physical, then you're having a completely different physical reaction to the same input. So you could think of it that way. So over time, it's like you have less nervous system reaction to those things. So if you've suffered in some way, um, you've had a trauma in your past, for instance, and you're very reactive to certain like triggers, um, over time that can lessen quite a bit because uh, you're still triggered in that you see something, it reminds you of something, your brain still has all those inputs inside of it, but you've trained yourself to widen your view. So now it's not going physical and that could make huge differences in people's lives. How, how long does that take? How quickly <laughs> can I retrain myself? <laughs> the length of time it takes to retrain the mind is completely individual based on someone's past experiences and current experiences. So there is no answer to that question. I think what's important is um, you can see, you know, what I've done and am committed to doing as a teacher is helping people um, evolve 
as quickly as they can, whatever that means for them. So uh, it goes back to why you would want a teacher helping you with your meditation practice, because someone with more experience than you um, can see, you know, little adjustments you might be able to make to move your evolution forward at a faster pace. So the real question is, what is the most rapid way I can work on my meditation practice for my goals? And the answer is with a teacher who's uh, paying attention to you and can help you in that way. And so that's one of the things we've tried to create here with this program. Does change happen when you meditate more? Do I have to meditate every day? Do I have to meditate longer every day? I have a very busy life. I'm just wondering if it's worth it for me to make an effort even. Yeah, it's absolutely worth having a meditation practice no matter what your like, sort of commitment, timeline, time ability is. I mean, I'm a father of two and have a busy life as well. So I don't come at this as somebody who, uh, you know, sits on the mat for seven hours a day. Um, I have lots of things I have to do as well. Um, you know, as you might guess, I'm a committed meditator. <laughs> so I do meditate daily. Um, lots of people um, get quite a bit of benefit meditating a few times a week. And a lot of those meditations could be in the 20 minute range. So um, I would say on the low end, uh, people are committing an hour a week over days. And on the high end, uh, people are committing to, say, two 45-minute meditation practices per day. So that's like the range in which someone can work. The other thing um, that's important to know is you don't lose all your work when you take breaks or slow down, sort of like working out. You know, you don't, um, if you lift weights for 20 years and take three weeks off, you don't lose all your muscles. And it's the same with your mind. You know, if you meditate very consistently for periods of time, and then you need to slow that down um, to deal with uh, life events, and then you pick it back up, it's not like you've never meditated before. So sometimes people kind of go into that with that attitude. So one of the things we talk about a lot in the program is how much should I meditate? How do I adjust my practice? Uh, for my current circumstances, is this an appropriate time to meditate? So there's lots of times when uh, meditation might not be an important thing for you to be doing. Um, like when a loved one dies, you know, there's, there's lots of events we have in our life where it's not your moment. You're in the middle of having a baby, you know, <laughs> this is not your time to like uh, really bear down on your meditation practice. Um, so I recommend that people think about it more as like a long-term uh, practice where it will probably ebb and flow a bit based on your life. So do I have to meditate for a long time to feel any effects from it? Um, if it, it sounds like, I imagine that kind of retraining one's mind or nervous system takes a long time. Will I, will I see any changes right away? How does that work? How long it takes to notice effects from meditation definitely varies uh, from person to person. And I'm not so sure it's as much about the practice as the person's awareness levels. Um, working with individuals, I definitely see people have 
changes in terms of their descriptions of their experiences, et cetera, um, within three weeks. Um, but whether or not one would like perceive them really clearly, you know, every day is a new adventure. So <laughs> if your arm hurts 100% and then your arm hurts 50% three weeks from now, you're probably going to say my arm hurts. Um, so that's one way to like sort of understand that concept. Um, I've had people meditate, you know, four times and, and say, oh my gosh, you know, like this is amazing. I didn't know this was possible. Like I'm having like levels of like sort of well-being that I haven't experienced in years. Um, I've had other people meditate for three weeks and like, I don't feel anything. And uh, then upon further questioning, it turns out they're sleeping better. <laughs> um, so they are having effects. It's just the way we perceive it. Um, but I wouldn't say in terms of figuring out whether uh, meditating is in, in this style, for instance, is a good fit for you. I would definitely say if you gave it six to eight weeks, you'd probably have a pretty good idea of whether you were on the right track or not. Thanks for listening to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, leaving a positive review and sharing it with friends. For more information about our yoga therapy and meditation trainings and programs, visit breathingdeeply.com.